Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for the KO17 athlete season of the Dream On podcast. I am so excited to be here today for another episode with current Virginia Tech lacrosse standout, one of our KO17 sponsored athletes, and someone whose motivation is incredibly contagious. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episodes so far, please show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. <laughs> it would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm so pumped to get right into it. Liv Vergano is one of the stars in the ACC right now, playing as an attacker and draw specialist for the Virginia Tech Hokies. Liv is someone I've known since her high school days on Long Island when she decided to convert from a longtime softball player to picking up a lacrosse stick in ninth grade. During this conversation, we talk about her mentality behind never believing that it's too late to pursue your passions, the work ethic that has gotten her to where she is, and how everything happens for a reason. Liv is inspiring young players all over the world with her natural-born competitive fire that sticks out on any lacrosse field. She is never not going hard. And from this episode, we learn that she has persevered through so many changing situations in her life because of those traits. I hope you get as inspired as I do listening in to this convo with All-American Liv Vergano. Hi, everybody. It's Kylie O'Miller. Welcome back to the Dream On podcast. I'm here with Liv Vergano. She plays at Virginia Tech. Um, she is a KO17 athlete. She is a midfielder and a draw specialist at Virginia Tech. She's from West Babylon, New York. She played for Top Guns um, and she's an All-American um, as a sophomore. So I'm excited to kind of dive in with Liv today and just kind of go through some of what took her to where she is today and what's motivating her to get to her next levels of success. Um, so Liv, welcome to the Dream On podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we always like to start off to a good start. Um, for reference, everybody, it is, this is probably the earliest we've ever done a Dream On podcast, but me and Liv are pretty busy, so we will make exceptions. Um, it is Friday, January 26th uh, at 8.40 in the morning. So um, we're waking up and getting right to it today. Uh, so tell us something that you're thankful for so far today. Um, I think just getting the opportunity to like go hang out with my friends at practice and, you know, get a great two and a half hour practice in today. It's definitely something I'm looking forward to and thankful I have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a really cool conversation right now because we're in the midst of like your preseason heading into your junior year. Um, so yeah. a lot to like unpack and a lot of like excitement. So I think this is a really fun time to be recording this podcast. Um, well, it's only 8.40 in the morning, but is there something that you're proud to say that you've accomplished so far today? <laughs> um, I made a great breakfast. Ooh, what'd you have? So I made a protein smoothie. Mm -hmm. So there's some like mixed fruit in there, like mango, pineapple with some vanilla protein powder. And then I made some egg whites with peppers and mushrooms. Wow. TJ would be so proud. I hope you're listening right? to this, TJ. I know, right? <laughs> TJ, for those of you listening, is our performance coach that we both work together with. Then uh, <laughs> he also runs our nutrition. So um, I love that. That's a perfect, perfect, perfect breakfast. Mm -hmm. All right. What's, um, 
something you're pumped to chase? Could be today, could be within the next couple of weeks, could be this year. What are you pumped to chase? I think just a season going out and really making an impact and competing in the ACC. Um, just looking ahead, we really want to make a run and like the NCAA tournament and like honing in on that, like just making it to the tournament. So like um, just really like putting our best foot forward in preseason and continuing to work really hard in the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. I mean, I'm every time I see one of those uh, one of your games on TV, I'm, I always put it up on my phone or like in the corner or something. It's always so fun to follow you. So well, um, I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, what's the what's the team vibe he heading into preseason? Like, tell us a little bit about where you guys are at right now in terms of like how long ago did you start? It's January 26th. And then um, when your first game is and like what the team vibe is like right now. Yeah, so we started about a week and a half ago. So we're like coming up on the end of our first two weeks, which is great. Um, our first game is February 10th. So we're uh, right in the middle. So we're like two weeks out. Mm -hmm. um, I think team wise, like our chemistry is stronger than ever. We're all like best friends, which is like crazy. Like there's no drama. And I, as a, on a team of 46, 45, like I don't think it's like a lot of teams can say that. So um, I think that's really special about this team specifically. And um, yeah, just we're really excited. Um, I think like stick work looks great. I think just like our skills are like practices have been going really well. So we're really excited to to get going. That's fun. I think that's really cool that you said that too. Like that is pretty rare. That's a lot of girls in one locker mm -hmm. room, a lot of girls all competing for playing time too, right? So mm -hmm. um, it's really special to have those friendships. So I, I think that's really cool that you mentioned that. Um, I think that's going to also lead to some success this season for you guys. What, uh, in terms of like, if you're telling me I'm a younger player and I ask you like, okay, what, what does college lacrosse even mean? Like, what does it mean? What do you have to do every single day? Like, what does a typical day in your life look like right now? Right now, since we have practices in the afternoon, um, classes are in the morning. So like today I only have one class, but Tuesday, Thursdays, I have two back to back. And then I head right over to the facilities, um, you know, grab a quick snack or like quick meal up in um, our performance center, which is um, a great additive that like us here at Virginia Tech get to have and then go get change for practice go out for two and a half you know three hour practice depending on if we have practice and conditioning or practice lift um and then after that like we're really honing in on recovery so like my teammate Liz and I have been like ice bathing and sauning every day so we'll like hit the sauna first for about 15 minutes and then we'll go ice bath and uh, we're doing a little fun challenge right now where we like go in up to our necks and like 40 degree um you know ice bath temperature and uh we see how long we can stay in there so we're, how we're long is the longest so far times. how long's the longest so far two minutes nice that's yeah, impressive. it's really cold it's <laughs> impressive I was not an up to the neck kind of girl so um yeah but honestly, if I could go the other way though like if I could go head first into the ice bath I think I'd be bad <laughs> it's always my feet and my ankles that kill me in there. Um, yeah, but we do like the first like seven minutes just up to our hips. And then like the last, you know, two to three minutes, we try and top it out. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, <laughs> a little like ice plunge going on um, after mm -hmm. practice. I think that's really important too. Like that's obviously something you and I work on a lot with TJ, mm -hmm. like we mentioned, right? Is that recovery aspect. But how do you feel like that's helped elevate your game in terms of just taking care of your body? 
yeah, I definitely think um, recovery is so important, you know, whether that's like preventing soreness or injury. Um, I know for soreness, like our lifts have been like super intense and, um, you know, like really rigorous, like especially because we're in preseason, we're trying to build that muscle up since being away on winter break. Um, So I think just like preventing soreness and being able to put your best foot forward every day, like, so you don't have to like, be like, oh, like, feel like I'm carrying bricks today or like it's gonna happen but like doing everything in your power to either like Normatec, ice bath, sauna, um, prevent that soreness is gonna allow you to um, really put your best foot forward every day. Yeah I think that's really important and like a piece that you mentioned too is like yeah the sore days are still gonna happen um, Mm -hmm. and it's not like like don't give up on it then it's like oh it didn't work because I'm still sore so let me never do it again like I think that's yeah you're probably just you probably yeah. would be even more sore. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's like almost like a practice, right? It's something that you got to add into like your daily routine, whether you feel sore already or you don't, it's like a preventative measure to keep your body going for the long term. So um, I think that's really cool that you mentioned that that's a part of your everyday routine. Mm-hmm. What um, you mentioned, you have a couple classes throughout the week. Um, what are you studying at Virginia Tech and what types of classes are you taking this semester? So my major is sports media analytics, and then I'm minoring in business. So this spring, I'm taking two business classes. One's like an entrepreneur and innovation class, and the other one's a management class. I'm taking a multimedia reporting class, which is like really cool. It's um really based on like video and like tech. So like that's pretty cool to like do yourself. And then I'm taking um, two electives. One is drug education. So good good to know and then the other one's helmet design it's like basically like um yeah like you get to know and like research all the different types of helmets so we're only up to like chapter four right now because school kind of just started but um there was one of like hockey helmets and like the different types of padding in it and like how it prevents concussions and it's just really cool to see because like especially being an athlete and like seeing what goes into all of it so really interesting that's really cool very like specific type electives Mm -hmm. um a really cool major as well. I'm excited to see like what you end up doing with that when you get a little bit older like me. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) but I think that's really, really cool. And um, just like also goes to show too, like we didn't have any of those types of classes at Stony Brook. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And we didn't, I don't even think we had that major specifically either. So like goes to show, like, that's a good piece to look into when you're looking at colleges, if you're getting recruited Mm -hmm. and you're listening to this, like, there are different schools that offer different things that you might be interested in just in terms of studying. It's not always just about the lacrosse. So um, just something to kind of look into as you guys go through the process, if you're listening. All right, let's take it all the way back. Let's take it back to little Liv. Um, (laughs) He grew up in West Babylon. So that's Mm -hmm. about, you know, 10, 15 minutes from where I grew up um, in Islip. And what was your introduction to sports in general, like when you were younger? Um, I think I played every sport imaginable I think like from three years old like my parents both played collegiate sports and they were coaches so I was always around sports Um, my mom still says if I have a ball in my hand I need it taken away from me because I won't stop throwing it around Um, but yeah I played soccer from three to all the way up to my senior year of high school I played basketball until I was senior in high school I was just really playing every sport that like imaginable and I think that like really helped me like in the long run like um 
whether that's collegially or like in my recruiting process, I think just like the general understanding of like sports and competitiveness. Um, yeah, I think it's like really important to like do a lot of sports, like if you're like into that. Yeah, I think um, something that, you know, our listeners might not know about you that I know very well is that you're a massive competitor mm-hmm. uh, in everything that you do. It could be the silliest little like board, board game. game. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We haven't even played board games together, but I know that you would be <laughs> like, you know, very intense about it. But that's just the kind of person Liv is. And that has to stem from, you know, all of these sports that you played in this environment that you grew up around, right? It's just like almost in your DNA to want to win mm-hmm. and want to be great at things. Um, so what talk us through, I think this is a really unique part of your story as well, is like talk us through how you eventually found lacrosse, right? In your sports journey mm-hmm. um and what made you fall in love with it. Yeah, so I didn't start playing lacrosse until my freshman year of high school. Um, I really found it. All my friends played lacrosse. I played softball competitively, varsity in seventh and eighth grade. And then I was on like an 18 U team when I was still that age. Um, but yeah, like all of my friends played lacrosse in high school and they were like, oh, I love it. Like it really, um, like it's like everything. It's soccer, like running around, it's basketball with breaking down your feet and like concepts. And um, I don't know I just like really love like running around like like a little kid like even still like running around in the midfield in between the 30s like I'm like oh like you're just running around for like fun um but ultimately like what made me fall in love with it is like I loved soccer and basketball so much like basketball is like probably my favorite sport still like I love 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 basketball so um I started out as a, a defender so like you know, like understanding the concepts of lacrosse was really similar to basketball. And like, even now being like an offensive player, like the moves of like, um, like basketball moves, like offensively is like really similar to like your footwork on offense and lacrosse too. So I think just like all around, like lacrosse was like the sport that I found like the most enjoyment with, like, because of the combined, the combinedness of the other sports that I loved. Yeah, I think that's really cool, too, because obviously you, one, learned so much from the other sports that you were able to add into your game, but it also helped you, like, um, and this is going into my next question, but it helped you, like, quickly understand the game of lacrosse, Mm -hmm. right? Like, even though you might have felt late to the game, Mm quote-unquote, right, Um, getting there in ninth grade compared to everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, can you talk about, like, what advice you might have for someone who's, you know, maybe at that age or even later, and they're like, I want to try lacrosse, it looks really cool, um, but they might feel like it's quote unquote too late to start. What's your advice for them? Yeah. So I say it's never too late. Um, yeah. I think that's a given, but, um, yes, I started late, but like, also like, like you said, like starting later than I did, my sister Riley, like she actually plays like, um, in Tennessee, she's a goalie and she started her sophomore year in the spring. Um, my senior year, I needed a goalie for, uh, my high school team. And like, she's like, Oh, I'll jump in. I was like, Oh, okay, Riley. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, ultimately she fell in love with lacrosse too. And um, it really got her to, you know, play collegially as well. So uh, I say it's never too late. And if you really want to work for something, um, you got to work hard for it, hit the wall, um, you know, like do the little things that will really make a big difference in um, ultimately in your career and your life. Yeah, definitely. I think um, something cool you mentioned there was like the little things. And I think specifically for the sport of lacrosse like obviously every mm-hmm. sport has their little fundamentals and things that you want to build up but what were some of those things when you first started like in your high school years that um took you a little bit longer to develop and you realized that you had it had to spend more time on was it the stick work was it 
maybe, you know, understanding the rules, like what were some, something like that, that was a little I bit. I would definitely say both of those things. Like I hit the wall every single day for at least half an hour. So like starting so late, like you needed to learn both like your right and left hand, if you really wanted to like develop like and quickly like it, there was really no like quote-unquote time for me to be like oh like I don't have a right hand or a left hand right. um so I think just hitting the wall and watching like my teammates do wall ball or like asking them for their routine and like um you know starting to work with you around my sophomore year um was like really like the difference maker and I also think like understanding the rules like really watching the game like asking questions um you know like you're not going to really understand the rules unless like you don't like pay attention so like um standing on the side then like my freshman year like I was like really in tune and like if the ref like made a call I didn't understand like I would be like hey coach like sorry but like what why did he call that like just asking questions and being like like a student of the game like even now like I'm still like learning stuff like every day like especially with all these role changes now <laughs> um but I think ultimately just like asking questions and like wanting to grow your knowledge of it is like really going to make the, the difference in like the little things too along with stick work. I like how you tied that all together too, because I think asking questions is a great way to one learn. And I feel like sometimes we get to a certain point where we're like, oh, I don't have to ask questions anymore. I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, like I kind of, yeah. but you're at a level, you're playing, you know, division one in the ACC and mm -hmm. you're the best player on your team. Like how, you know, and you're still asking questions every single day. Mm -hmm. You're still trying to grow your knowledge. You're still trying to add to your arsenal like that. I think is something that our listeners should really take to heart is like never stop asking those questions because you can mm -hmm. continue to grow. Yeah, um, my coach is still like, don't overthink it. Stop asking questions. Like just just go out and have fun and play. And I'm like, but yeah, but I won't understand. Yeah. Like, so I think finding that line of, you know, going back and watching film and, you know, like getting that like bird's eye point of view from the film. And, um, you know, you can see so many different things from that as well. Yeah. Hey guys, Kylie here. A short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at, at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D-R-E-A-M period O-N underscore P-O-D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Going back to your um, your high school experience. So you ended up, you know, in high school, ended up playing for Top Guns. Mm -hmm. um, on Long Island what what do you think your time like playing for Top Guns helped you prepare for in terms of you know getting ready for big big games big moments getting in front of maybe a little bit higher competition than you were used to um, like all or sorts of stuff like that yeah so unfortunately I played when COVID happened mm. so I didn't really like get to like have like your like quote-unquote travel team like experience um so yeah, I didn't really play for them long either because I started like too late as well. But I think ultimately um, getting game experience and yeah. um, 
you know, like really playing in the game that um, was, we were able, I was able to like understand the rules more or, you know, ask, even ask the coaches questions there as well, like fresh perspective from high school and like the girls I'm playing with there, like getting to mesh with different personalities and um, different like styles of play. So I think like that's, that's my biggest takeaway from, from Top Guns. Yeah, I think that's important too. And like something we see a lot with younger players is they are on one team, like a town team, right? And then you mm-hmm. end up playing for that on high school. Then you play on a club team, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these different events that go on, right? Showcases, camps, things like that. You end mm-hmm. up playing with players you've never played with before and mm-hmm. you're expected to play your best. So that aspect that you were just mentioning of just kind of like being in different scenarios, learning how to work with different personalities, learning how to work in different kind of styles of the game. Um, I think that's a really important factor. And just like, I know that you were open to learning about it because you were asking so many questions. So I love that. Um, Talk about your recruiting process a little bit. So now we're starting to think like, okay, lacrosse is the thing that might, you know, be my next level. Like, when did that come to you, that thought first? And then how did you find Virginia Tech? Yeah, so I think like definitely wanting to play in college was like the minute I fell in love with lacrosse. So like I would say like really like throughout my freshman year, like the high school season, like even going into the fall, like playing with like all those girls, like they were like my best friends and like I loved I played every other sport with them. So I was like, you know, like why not like play with them? But I think like getting to like understand how like basketball and soccer like really tied in to like lacrosse like I was like whoa like I really want to do this in college like I love this and um it was definitely like a major decision um to happen um my dad was like softball like what's going on like you sure about this and I was like yeah like I want to give it a shot so um you know deciding to like step away from that and then getting into the recruiting process I had originally committed to West Point under the same coaching staff that I'm under now and um went through the the West Point um you know journey and uh you know wanting to go there until my senior year of high school where my head coach and now my associate head coach got hired here at Virginia Tech and um you know they called me up and he was like hey uh we really want you to like come and play for us here at Virginia Tech and I was like whoa Patriot League compared to ACC like that's a that's a big difference I was I was definitely hesitant but I um ultimately like it was a great opportunity that I couldn't pass up and you know if that's something I really wanted to work for um you have to work for it so that's what I did put my head down really grind it out and uh ultimately when when I when I got here um it was great and I'm really happy I made my decision and uh I'm here playing in the ACC against some of the best people in the country yeah and having big games against them too so um that's huge uh I love that that's important for you know our listeners to hear too right like sometimes we go through the journey we find our spot and things happen like life happens Mm -hmm. right and you were able to pivot you were able to adjust and again like we're going back to the same theme but like you asked questions during that Mm -hmm. time time frame too it was like let me on the people around me and see if this like you know, I'm not sure what feels right. Like, let me lean on my family, my friends, my, you know, my coaches, everything like that. And yeah, for I sure. did a really, really good job of that in the, in the, like a tough moment there. Um, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that too. Like some of our, something we talk about a lot on the Dream On podcast, we talk a, about obviously your successes, but 
we have to have setbacks in order to have successes. That's just how mm-hmm. life works. That's just how athletics work too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, can you talk about a couple maybe moments in your lacrosse career that uh, you want to point out as kind of like setbacks or moments of hardship that have gotten you to where you are today? Yeah, I think just like, um, it's like bittersweet, like starting lacrosse so late, it's like definitely an adjustment, um, stressful, it's, you know, but it's worth it in the end. So like having that, and I'm fortunate enough to not have um, like a super big injury ever in my career, like I hurt my foot and that's still like a nagging injury that I have to deal with um, since my freshman year of college. But um, I think just like adapting to like adversity and like, if you're not like playing great, like one day and you're in a slump, just like, you know, doing the little things to, um, you know, help you out of that. So like, that's where like, I take a piece of like my softball, like background and like, you're going to get in a hitting slump. So, you know, like going out to the cages or, you know, taking ground balls. So I think just like, yes, you're going to have hardships, but you have to find the stuff that you enjoy to like help you out of that. So whether that's like taking a 30 minute wall ball session to like debrief and reset, you know, going out, grabbing like one of your best friends on your team and like having a shooting session, but also like having a conversation to help you through that. Um, yes, there's been like, I'm like fortunate enough that I haven't like faced like many hardships, but, um, like this fall, like I lost my grandma. So like, that was like a big hardship. So, um, just like finding like the people you can lean on and um, ultimately the people who can help you through and uh, yeah, that you have a great time playing with. Yeah. And finding some extra motivation, right. Behind some of those hardships, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe some, some new people to play for a little bit harder. Right. So mm-hmm. totally. um, I love that. Um, and I think that's important too, just to, you mentioned a lot of great examples in there um, about, you know, you kind of, compared it to like a hitting slump in softball Mm -hmm. um that happens in lacrosse all the time right I can't hit my shots or I just feel off for a couple games or um you know maybe even for the first half of the game uh right like you come out and you're like just not playing to my potential like it happens to all of us at every level um what are some like I guess little like mental tricks for you or little mental tips that you would say that gets you snapped back into it or like if you're having some moments of self-doubt out on the field or like you're just making mistake after mistake like how do you snap back into it how what are some things that you've been working on in like your mindset world Mm -hmm. um, that helped you kind of get back on top yeah so mistakes are going to happen like totally like you said but something for me is that like I'll like take my goggles off like I'll put them on my forehead like take like three deep breaths and then I'll put my my goggles back on it's almost like reset new day um you know you're coming out here for the first time shake it shake it all off um so yeah I think like that's something I've been working on is like the goggles like my mom like when my mom's there like I'll look up in the stands and like we'll make eye contact um you know she's not there every game so like I've really got to work on like um like focusing on myself and how like I can change that like my mom's been at mostly every game I'm fortunate enough to say that but um yeah like when she's not there it's like definitely the goggles like take the goggles off balls on defense reset um you know and uh after yeah. you've been for the first time that day yeah I think um the cool part about that is that like physical reset that mm-hmm. reminds me, right like so many times it's like okay yeah I could just walk around and tell myself reset 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 but that might not actually click in our brains, especially when there's so much going on around mm-hmm. us. Right? 
maybe we're losing by five and like, you know, we just dropped mm -hmm. the last pass or whatever, like so much happening. So like for you to be able to say, okay, like my taking my goggles off, putting them on my forehead and then putting them mm -hmm. back on that has to mean a physical reset or I'm not going to mm -hmm. do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. yeah. So I really like that. And I am going to kind of smile every time I see it now on the, whenever mm -hmm. I'm watching I'm gonna be like mm, she hopefully, needs hopefully it's not many times but <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen yeah listen and that's the thing. we hope it's not we hope it's not many times but that's mm -hmm. that's sports like games are gonna go back and forth people are gonna play really well people are gonna have off days um and it's inevitable so it's just how how we manage it and how we handle mm -hmm. it um so yeah. I I honestly hope that I do see it a good amount because <laughs> <laughs> it means there's good things happening on the other side um all right we have a fun little like one word kind of answer game um mm -hmm. here and we're just going to talk about your values in like what you look for in the people around you maybe mm -hmm. people teammates leaders um but yeah I want you to give me three kind of like traits um or things that you look for in a person three things that you value in a person okay um I would say kindness is one, um, loyalty, yeah, um, and perseverance. Ooh, good one. Good one. If you feel like any of these need an explanation, please go into it as well. But I like those first three. Um, what are the things that you value most in a teammate? Teammate, I would say trustworthiness, mm. um, hardworking. Um, you have to be resilient. Yeah. And I'm going to go with fourth one with passion. I like that. Passion. Mm -hmm. Okay. What separates a leader from a teammate? What are those values that you look for in a leader? Commitment for sure. You know, you have to be dedicated. So I guess you can go with both of those. And then communication, I think is a strong one. Mm. Communication. So you're a leader on your team. What is your best way of communicating like some people are super loud and energetic and like like to talk to everybody some people um veer more on the like watch me as I go because I'm gonna put my like walk the walk kind of right um and follow um what's your style of leading um I would definitely say communication and like leading by example mm -hmm. so whether that's like taking a few girls and asking them to do an individual with me um you know, get a small group of four to five underclassmen um, and, you know, asking them questions. I feel like it's better to like for them and for me to like explain and ask questions like when it's a smaller group and like it's more personable. Mm. Um, and then on the field, I think it's more of like, hey, like if you need a reset, like just walk over to me, like we'll have a quick conversation, um, you know, reset. And then uh, we go back out there and, you know, kill the drill. Um or like sevens, whatever we're doing that day. Um, but yeah, I definitely think communication of, um, you know, calling in the plays, um, you know, being there if they need something. So yeah, yeah. definitely both those. Super helpful. Um, I think as a teammate to like have, have that around, right. Especially like when you get to college, um, like freshman, sophomore year, like especially freshman year, right. It feels mm -hmm. super new and you're just like looking around for, some of that help a little bit sometimes. Um, so for you to be that upperclassman and understand that responsibility, I think that's huge. 
Um, all right. What is, so kind of thinking about like something that you really take into your everyday life, some advice that you've taken from, um, someone in your life, a special person, a mentor, a parent, um, what's one piece of advice that you've taken from them and you've applied it to your own life? Hmm. It's a good question. Mm Um, I would say everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, I like literally have a tattooed on me. Um, (laughs) So I would definitely say that, but yeah, like my grandma had always told me that like growing up my whole life, um, you know, like it really like honed in and like sat with me when like my whole switch from softball to lacrosse, army to Virginia Tech and, um, you know, like pretty much everything in life. Like I go day by day being like, okay, like Mm -hmm. God is good and everything happens for a reason. Like he has a plan. So, you know, trusting, trusting the process. Yeah. I love that. I think that's really special. I say that all the time too, but um, I think it's even cooler that you say it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, we're flipping the script now. So if um, someone's watching you play lacrosse or someone's learning from you at a clinic or mm-hmm. um, someone's following you and like listening to you on an interview, like what is one piece of advice or inspiration that you're hoping that they take from you? Never give up um like always fight for like what you want and um like whether that's like you really want to play and like you're like the first man sub and you want like you want that starting position like doing everything in your power to like work for that um I'm a big like work ethic type of person like I I think that's like how most people would describe me um so I think just like really honing in and like applying that to like every part of your life like you want good grades like or like anything in like school-wise you want to get into like a prestigious college um like really working for it and like maybe you're gonna have to sacrifice a couple things like oh like sorry god like my friends like oh I can't go out tonight or um like go to dinner like I'm gonna do dinner by myself and study um like you might have to sacrifice but ultimately like it'll pay off in the end and I've seen that like firsthand for me like yes there, there's going to be tough days where you're like oh like I wish I, I can go out or like I want to like have fun with my friends but you know if you want to have success and like you want to ultimately like achieve your goals like it comes with a sacrifice yeah beautifully said um I think that's really really important that's what all high high achievers would probably say right doesn't come without mm-hmm. a price um mm-hmm. doesn't come without some sort of sacrifice so um, really, really important message there. All right. Where do you hope to see lacrosse in general, our sport in the future? So like, we're making some awesome strides in general, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys are all over ESPN in the college game, um, getting lots of games broadcasted sports going to be in the Olympics in 2028, mm-hmm. you know, like, where do you hope to spe- see our sport continue to get to in the future? What do you hope c- continues to add to our game? Yeah. I hope just like, um, spreading it across the world Mm. like I know lacrosse is like very big on like in the United States and even in Canada and like now like hoping to like really make like the Olympics competitive like getting that to like Ireland Italy Germany like countries like that where like lacrosse may not be like the first sport and might not be as popular so really like spreading that and like getting it to be like super competitive and hopefully like the world cup like soccer like everyone watches the world cup so um really getting it to that that point where it's like really entertaining for all sets of people 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, what has been your, I'm going to follow up that question, but what's been some of your experiences seeing lacrosse from around the globe so far? Um, yeah, well, working with um, TJ and TBD lacrosse, I get to <laughs> travel all around the country. And um, it's really fortunate. Like California was great, like seeing different, so many different types of style of play. And uh, even out in Colorado and Florida, Georgia, um, it's just really cool to see, like, even the South, like we're, um, it's like lacrosse, like really was never like big, like growing up and now mm -hmm. seeing how like we're expanding that and how many girls like really are like playing and entertaining it and really wanted to go play um, college across. Um, I think it's like great. And mm -hmm. I just can't wait to to see that grow even more. Yeah. All right, cool. What's uh what's next in life for Liv? Like what are you dreaming about these days? Um I don't know. Um I think <laughs> just like staying healthy and um, you know, like striving for like greatness, like finishing out my two years of college and then hoping to get a great job. Um you know, whether that's like in the business world or with TBD or maybe coaching. Um, yeah, I, I'm really up in the air right now. <laughs> I think you're allowed to be. You're in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we're going to go through some questions from our KO17 fam. Our KO17 fam was pumped to see you coming on the Dream On podcast, um, which I mean, rightfully so. You're one of our awesome KO17 athletes. And we had some great questions too. So we're going to start off strong with former, um, former lacrosse player and now um, ESPN broadcast analyst, Dana Boyle. She wrote in and she wants to know, breaking news here. What is the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team capable of, capable of during the 2024 season? Yeah, I think just like really being competitive within the ACC and um making a strong strive in uh, our our uh, schedule this year. I think reflecting back, like, especially like being on the team the last two years, like this team is different. Um, it just feels different. Um, the passion's there, the work ethic's there. We're like really like matching up like against our competitors like really well. Um, so I think, yeah, just like really holding our own within the ACC. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Wait, who's your first game on the 10? DCU. Okay. So and then we home. play JMU on the 14th. Nice. So, uh -huh. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I know. I know what More me like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what we're doing on Valentine's Day now. We got plans. Yeah. We got something to watch. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Our next question is from at SGAL516. Liv, were you always first team everything growing up? Or what were some obstacles along the way? I think this is a really important question. Um, I do too. Yeah. So let's, let's hear it. Um, no, not at all. I was like the extreme underdog. I did not have like many accolades growing up. And uh, I think that's important, you know, like, um, you know, like just because you get accolades doesn't mean that, you know, like it would translate to the next level or like even like high school accolades, like like I didn't have like yeah like I did great my senior year and stuff like that but not really for lacrosse you know it was more for like basketball and soccer so um that's like a very big like misconception I believe like is like getting so many accolades in high school and then like you're like oh like in in college like uh it was like you know what I mean um yeah. 
so I think it's important to, you know, just like work hard and, um, you know, even if you don't get accolades, it's still, uh, it's still okay. And you still have a lot to be proud of and, um, a lot to work for. Mm. So well said, I'm not even going to add anything to that. I like that. <laughs> um, this one, uh, is from at nay RJ 23 on Instagram. At what age did you know for sure you would play D1? Um, I didn't, you know, like I was fortunate enough in my recruiting process to get reached out by division one coaches. And, uh, that's really when the opportunity presented itself for me. So it's not that I knew I was going to for sure play D1. It was more of, um, you know, having that opportunity, um, and being fortunate enough for that. So it's something I'm really grateful for. Yeah. I appreciate that answer. Um, because I think so many people go into the recruiting process, like I have to go D1. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, that's not how we should go into it. We should have lists of schools that we're interested in and that intrigue us from all the divisions, club opportunities, like wherever you could potentially see yourself um, and go through it like that, really open mind. So um, I appreciate that answer kind of yeah, like- Yeah, I'm just gonna add one thing, like especially yeah. starting so late, like I really, and like I was only playing lacrosse for two years at that point before my recruiting process began. So I was never like, oh, I'm gonna for sure like play D1. It was something that I was- really like excited and over the moon about when I was like reached out by those coaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Um, and I think it's so important. These questions are so important. So thanks. Shout mm -hmm. out to the KO 17 fam for these. Yeah, I agree. Um, these are great. Um, the next one here is from who's Rye IDK her 1715. Um, a big fan of KO 17 lacrosse and dream on pod. This is a really important question as well. Um, mm -hmm. if you ever had self doubt, how did you get over it? Yeah, you know, like the battles of ups and downs of starting so late and like the recruiting process is so stressful. Um, you know, it was like, is is this supposed to be my journey? Like, am I supposed to be taking this path? Is lacrosse really gonna be my um my end goal and um overcoming it? You know, like I remember like that like month or two where I was like really like stressed and I think it was like during the my recruiting process, it was like I just went out and, you know, played ball ball for half an hour to an hour, you know, like that's like really how like I like relieved my stress. But in the same moment, I got over it by saying, okay, I'm relieving my stress of like self-doubt. And like, if this is really meant for me by playing lacrosse. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that like really sat with me and like came to a realization, like I could be, you know, going out and shooting hoops in my driveway or you know, like going to juggle a soccer ball, but no, like I picked up my stick instead and went to the wall. And um, I think that like sat a lot with me and like really resonated with me when I realized that like, I was like, okay, like I, I really want to do this. If I'm relieving my stress of self-doubt by yeah. putting balls. Mm. So finding your passions and things is mm -hmm. really helpful when it comes to self-doubt and like really leaning into them in moments where you're struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amazing. Okay. Last one from our KO 17 fam from D9430. Is it true that speed is everything in lacrosse? I would say like half. Mm. I would say like speed, like to get up field and like push transition, like yes, 100%. But I think when you're looking at like sevens and like small sided, like settled offense, like speed isn't really anything. Um, like physically I think then you have to look at stick work wise and you need like very quick stick work you need very quick hands you need to release your shot very fast so I think if you want to incorporate speed with 
that um perspective um mm-hmm. I think like then then yes if you want to like look at it more like lacrosse and physically but physically I would say like half and half yeah I think that's a cool perspective there I'd never even thought of it like having quick hands on a switch or releasing mm-hmm. your shot quickly like yeah that that counts as speed technically mm-hmm. right um so that's a cool way to look at it I like it all right we're finishing up here almost done and then you can go on with your day and crush practice and <laughs> school and all the things you have to do um but we like to end on a fun note here just like mm-hmm. we do with all of our clinics and everything like that mm-hmm. so we're going to do a little round of quick finishes if you feel like your answers need an explanation some of our guests like to go into two minute explanations or you could go rapid fire answers. Totally up to you. Okay. All right. What is your favorite candy? Skittles. Ooh, quick one. That's my pregame one too. I nice. I do too. Handful of Skittles. So do I. I have Skittles here right now. <laughs> they came in my, um, I got like a little um, bag. It's, it's like on my desk. Yeah, I know. Skittles but, sponsor. Um, please <laughs> I love skills please um but yeah we got like a little like care package I won them in class so like we got like a little um care package and she's like oh like what's your favorite candy and I was like skittles so I just like took them out of my backpack when I got my computer <laughs> That's amazing. that was like perfectly timed um oh. I'm submitting it to skittles for a sponsorship <laughs> so thanks so much all right what is the best tv show in your opinion Oh, I'm a huge Grey's Anatomy fan, but I've Ooh. been watching Scandal, which is nice. really good. So I'm going to have to say both of those. Okay. Grey's Anatomy for like overall, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Like I could put it on anytime and just like yeah. watch it. If you need a good cry or if you just need to like watch yeah. it. No? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love Grey's Anatomy. And Scandal's so good. It's so entertaining. I haven't watched it yet. It's so, so good. It's on Hulu. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks um what is one of your or who is one of your favorite athletes to follow for inspiration Hmm, inspiration I'm gonna go with you but thank you overall I love Derek Jeter Ooh, good one I love him he's like like been like I've like followed him since I was like a little like a little kid like yeah he was like my favorite Yankee um so yeah like Definitely I live like a lot of my life with his quotes and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's a cool one. Definitely unique. Um, and I can agree. I remember when I was in like third grade, I think I read his like first book mm-hmm. and it was, it was like this, it was very small. Um, mm-hmm. so I think it was tailored for young readers, but mm-hmm. same thing. It was like one of those athletes that was just surrounding us. Right. With like mm-hmm. New York sports. So, um, Super. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, like even like watching like the captain series, yeah, like, I mean, like a lot of like leadership and you know like motivation, inspiration. So I think a lot of that. Like I think he's just a really good person to look to. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All right, we went through your breakfast meal already. Um, mm-hmm. Is that your go-to from this morning? Yeah, like every day. Like it's usually like egg whites and stuff. But like if I'm home, I love a good New York bagel. Ooh, like an egg like everything. Water egg everything bacon egg and cheese but scratch the cheese add avocado wow yeah Salt ketchup or no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. just no. Okay. just egg everything bacon and egg with avocado wow. it's so good makes me want to get to long island and get one of those right now yeah you should <laughs> you should <laughs> you're like i can't so you should yeah you should how's like a pizza for me while you're there too 
<laughs> okay. Um, Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbs. Starbs. Sure. Okay. Are you a beach girl or a mountains girl? Well, I'm from the beach, technically, in Long Island, but I now live in the mountains in Blacksburg. So. But I'm going to have to go with the beach. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the beach. I love being tan. Okay. That's true. Summertime is a good time. I love the summer. Yeah. And the okay. beach. What is your favorite jersey number to rep and why? Um, I had a lot of different numbers in high school. I'm very even. So like I love even numbers. Mm. So I'd say I wore two for a very long time because of Derek Dieter. Mm -hmm. I'm now number four. So I would have to say like bias to that. I love four. A lot of my teammates call me four. Um, I do too. I'm sometimes. uh Yeah. It's (laughs) just like my name. I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. Um, I also wore 16 for a while um, and then 34. So those are really my, my big numbers. Those are all like multiples of each other too. So Mm -hmm. like now two turn into four, four times four is 16, 16. And then 34 uh, just has a four in it. I don't know. Yeah, I know. So (laughs) yeah, I'm like a very big, even number um, of the events. You know what we just did there? That's, I think that's called athlete math. Not yeah, girl, I think so. it's like that's <laughs> where you like make sense of the jersey numbers. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, this fits. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we started a new thing there. Um. All right. Last but not least, before we let you get on with your day, what is one thing on your bucket list? Um. This is like lame, but like travel. Okay. Where I love, love to travel. travel. Um. Well, my family went to Hawaii when I was a junior in high school. And I stayed home for my county basketball game, my county championship. So I would love to go back there or go there. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Hawaii. But other than that, I think I want to go to Italy. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, both spots on my list too. So yes, we'll have to make something happen there. Um, But yeah, Yeah. (laughs) listen, I think this was a really inspirational episode. Um, I think, like I said, it's awesome to have you on in the middle of your preseason, heading into a big year, um, talking a lot about like a special team that you're on right now. Um, you guys have like a special future ahead in the next couple months, but, um, thank you so much for coming on and always for what you're doing with the KO 17 fam and inspiring us all, not only with your story, um, but with what you continue to do out on the fields and off of it. So, um thank you so much I hope everyone here you know gets to watch you ball out this season um look for number four on Virginia (laughs) Tech she's number four but Liv seriously thank you so much this was awesome yeah thank you so much for having me this was awesome and uh loved loved doing it yeah anytime we'll have you back on anytime we'll talk more athlete math all right (laughs) thank you everybody for listening we will see you next time on the dream on pod